0: It's Casey on the radio, the health and happiness show brought to you by Hudson Valley Hospital Center, a better place to get better.
1: Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll see you later this morning at Club Fit Briarcliff from 10 till noon. Come on by. I've got the prize wheel and they're having an open house. First, today's show is called Peace and Love. Peaceful Barb Schmidt helps us get quiet and clear on the new year. And Love, Hudson Valley resident singer and actress Darlene Love, is back to tell how she is still on a roll since last year's Oscar win. Marcy Niffin has a mind body minute and meet a young lady who has found a great idea for her gap year, Project Next Gen. That's on the way. First, a reminder to send yourself some love this year. Join me Sunday, February 15th for a day for women at Shine On Reiki in Cold Spring. We're using my Reiki space to host a luncheon with inspiring speakers, simple yoga stretches, and a few writing exercises to help you fall in love with someone extraordinary. You. It's limited to 50 women, and tickets are on sale now at CaseyOnTheRadio.com. Look for the tab that says A Day for Women, Fall in Love with Your Life, and I will see you there. Now, here's a lady who is in love with life singer actress Darlene Love. Yes! Boy, are you having a good stretch here, Darlene? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. This
2: time last year, you were uh, winning an Oscar. Yes, it's amazing that the year flew by When they were saying the Oscars the other night I went, wow, that's been a year ago It's been <laughs> a
1: year, and I just I remember watching, and, and I'm look. I'm sure everyone was, looking for you in the crowd When 20 Feet from Stardom one, And it's like,
2: there she is, there she is <laughs> um, you got up to speak What did that feel like? Uh, you know, I think it's like everybody says It's an out-of-body experience You hear them call it, but when you walk up there you, you I think you don't even realize it until The next day, or everything is all over over because I, I knew what I was going to do, but you know, doing it and performing it are two completely different things. Oh,
1: and you did it. And remind people what you did in case they missed the broadcast. Well,
2: they gave me an opportunity the night before. They asked me if I would go up and represent the girls in the movie, and I went, of course, you know, talking out of my head, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> But I did it anyway, and I went up with them, and everybody was very surprised because when when um, the Oscar is given to a documentary, only the two producers go up and get the award. Right. But they allowed me to go up, so I know everybody had no idea what I was going to do they told me they were going to hand the microphone over to me after they said a few words and thanked everybody. And then I had the mic. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for letting me have this opportunity. And then I started singing this song that I just love, a, a song called His Eye is on the Sparrow. And you hear this little rumble in the crowd like, uh-oh. I said, okay, come on, just go for it, girl. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. And then after I got through singing I got the standing ovation. So, you know, that was really a double-double plus. Absolutely. That wasn't a plus. That was a double Double plus, because I definitely did not expect that.
1: Oh, that's fantastic! When someone says, "Will you represent at the Academy Awards?" you have to say yes. And when they hand a microphone to a singer, you give everybody a thrill when you actually sing.
2: Actually sing, and that's I think that's what surprised everybody, because probably nobody would ever have done that. They said, "Thank you," and I thank my mom and dad. And right, right. <laughs>
1: Uh, it was great. But
2: I figured the most thing that would be the most thrilling thing would be to sing something, and that's why I did.
1: That was great. 20 Feet from Stardom, if you haven't seen it, go find it, and uh, you'll, you'll be happy that you watch that. Now, you, yes. have a, you have a full-length album coming out as well.
2: Yes, actually, Stephen Van Zandt and I have been in the studio for the last couple of months, and we just finished the album. Well, I finished my part, the singing part, a couple of weeks ago, and now Stephen uh, Van Zandt is putting all the finishing touches on it, mixing and, you know, putting everything together for a, a full length. Uh, we did we cut 14 songs. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many is going on the album, but we have 14. And uh, sometime in the spring, maybe, you know, around... Uh, everywhere, March, April, somewhere in there, it'll be released, so we're all looking forward to it. We're so excited.
1: And is it true Bruce Springsteen and Elvis Costello have written songs for you?
2: Oh, yes, 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 and they were all such great songs. All the songs on the album are all original songs, so that's very exciting. (laughs) Now, what's the relationship with you and Bette Midler? Bat Miller and I have been knowing each other for years. Me going to her shows and her coming to my shows unannounced. She, I would be in uh, New York uh, at a at a theater or a club working, and someone would come and say, Bat Miller's in the audience," and I go, "Yeah, sure." Mm. And after the show was over, she'd come backstage, and she would say hey or whatever and she always invited me to do things on her shows that she performed which was always amazing wow. we knew one another but we had never worked with one another you know like uh, respect for one another's um uh work and everything mm-hmm. and i've always respected her work and uh, when she would call and ask me to do something for her I, w- I would just jump to the chance and that's how we actually became really friends you know just calling saying hey would you do this or hey can you oh, go and do this that's great and now you have a duet Yes, uh, she did a all girls uh, album. She loves the girl group songs, mm-hmm. and uh, all the way back even to the twenties, like McGuire Sisters. But mainly, you know, like the the girl groups of the sixties. So she did a whole album of all of mostly all of her favorite girl groups, and she asked me to sing on one of them. So that was like a, really another plus for me.
1: Wow, it, you're like a who's who. You know, there's <laughs> Darlene Love with Stevie Van Zandt and Elvis Costello, Bruce Springsteen, Bette Midler, and now. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey?
2: Yes! And you know, that also came because of the movie, uh, 20 Feet from Stardom. Uh, Some of the executives went to see the movie, and they said, I just jumped out of the screen. My story just jumped out at them. And they talked to Oprah and told her about it, and she went to see the movie, and they really enjoyed the movie, and especially my part and my story in the movie. And they decided, uh, you know, to do a full-length movie on the old channel. That's probably somewhere in the spring, too, it's going to be coming out. The script is, they're just finishing the script, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm... I'm so excited about that. You know, that's one of those. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Where's this going? What what's happening here? Well, who, and who <laughs> plays you in the movie? Actually, uh, Tony Braxton is playing me in the movie, which I think is a great choice because our lives are kind of similar with uh, uh, having difficulties financially, you know, and triumphing over illnesses and things like that. So our stories are kind of parallel. So I, I think she's a great choice to play me.
1: Great. Now, I want to know, what did David Letterman say to you that very last time after 28 renditions of Christmas Baby, Please Come Home? This Christmas was the last time you two got together. What did he have to say?
2: You know what? It's amazing. I think it's what I said to him because it, it was so joyful for me to be doing something like that after 28 years. And I told him, I said, David, I don't know if you know this, but you are the reason this song got so big nationally. you know he said really i didn't know that i said well you were the one who invited me to come to do your show and when i thought oh probably you too that that was going to be the only time i did it you had me come back year after year after year and the song got bigger and bigger and bigger after the show was over we were all downstairs and david was unlike david david was out there with us laughing and talking and taking pictures it was like Okay, David,
1: so this is really how you are. Right, right. (laughs) With retirement looming, I guess he can finally, you know, show who he truly is.
2: Yes, because he's sort of very quiet. He stays to himself. But he always has something sweet to say to you. Like, you know, one time he said, boy, do you smell good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fantastic. I never know what he's going to say. So it was uh, really an enjoyable treat to end the show on that kind of note.
1: Darlene Love, she just played Eisenhower Hall Theater at West Point, And the movie of her life is soon to be on OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network. We'll get your year on a roll like that next with Peaceful Barb.
0: It's Casey on the Radio, the health and happiness show. Friend it on Facebook and follow it on Twitter. Casey on the Radio, fun and inspiration. I was brought to the emergency room on a Saturday afternoon
1: after suffering from a headache for about three days. Debbie Aglietti was nervous, but she didn't want to alarm anyone. She had her husband drop her off at the Hudson Valley Hospital Center No Wait ER on the way to taking their sons to a basketball game.
0: Before my husband even came back, I had been seen by two nurses, a doctor, was totally pain-free, and was waiting for the neurology consult. This No Wait ER is no joke. I did not even sit down in the waiting room.
1: Debbie's diagnosis? A viral condition. She spent three nights at Hudson Valley Hospital Center.
0: I can just go on and on about this hospital the way that they care for their patients the way that they care for each other it's just a better place to get better
1: hudson valley hospital center practices a different kind of medicine they call it patientology for more information visit hvhc.org
0: or call 1-800-482-4842 did you know that alcohol abuse is the third leading cause of preventable death in the u.s According to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism in 2012, 17 million Americans over the age of 18 had an alcohol disorder. More than 10% of American children live with a parent with alcohol problems. The impact on families and U.S. businesses is astounding. How do you know if alcohol is a problem? Perhaps a friend or family member has expressed concern. Has alcohol caused trouble at work, school, or with the law? Maybe you can't remember parts of the night before. Stopping after one or two drinks is difficult or unpredictable? It's tough to admit, but you may feel guilty or ashamed of your behavior while drinking. For a full evaluation, reach out. There is effective, compassionate help. Contact the National Council on Alcohol and Drug Dependency at 800-622-2255. That's 800-622-2255. Or contact your Employee Assistance Program, if your workplace offers one, or your health care provider to get a referral. This is Marcy Niffin, licensed clinical social worker, with your Mind Body Minute. Find me at www.mindbodyputnam.com.
3: This is
4: Pamela Cuchinel offering you the astrology forecast for the week. An Aries moon hovers over most of the weekend, so it's important to do activities that get your physical and mental house in order. As of Saturday, action is rewarded. Move as boldly as you dare with great expectations. In spite of the retrogrades of Mercury and Jupiter, you may meet new friends and influential people on Sunday. Dogged follow-through benefits the right project on Monday, or else you'll be bored. Don't resist asking for what you need on Tuesday, but keep in mind, you just might get it. Just because you may have to make a choice now to narrow your focus doesn't mean that you never get the other option. Organize and get involved in the methodical on Wednesday. Thursday is the big action day, although it all may be confined to a small area. Productivity is at its highest in the early part of the day, and inspired heights can be achieved by the end. Visit my website to find out how astrology can chart your course through 2015 and beyond. You can also obtain access to a more in-depth daily forecast at insightoasis.com. This is Pamela Cuchinell. Have a stellar week.
1: Read Pamela's monthly column in Natural Awakenings magazine. Peaceful Barb Schmidt wrote a pretty little blue book called The Practice and the practice of which she speaks is finding a few minutes a day to sit in silence. It's not too late to make some resolutions for this year. In fact, now is the perfect time, and Barb can help make it easy. So, Barb, what's your resolution this year?
5: My biggest New Year's resolution always is to try to stay in the moment. Things are moving so fast, and the year has kicked off with such a bang that it's really important to be in the moment and try to experience each moment as it happens. So that's always my resolution, number one.
1: Gosh, you know, I wasn't raised that way. I know. Neither
5: was I. (laughs) It's learned. (laughs) Neither was I. It's learned. It's learned.
1: So you have six ways to make and keep meaningful resolutions. Barb Schmidt, our guest, the author of The Practice. And you say sit with yourself in silence as you mentally review the past year. I'm going to need notes for this. Okay. (laughs) Yes, definitely.
5: It's, how can we really look at what, what we want to do for 2015 if we haven't spent a little bit of time reviewing what happened in 2014? Very short, very mindful, you know being right there with yourself, no attachment, no judgment. It's really just to be aware. It's all about how can I be aware of how did I spend my time in 2014, what are some of the highlights, what are some of the lowlights, and then when you're sitting with yourself, you kind of listen to your heart, and your heart is going to say, but this is what I really want to do now in 2015. When you're in silence, you can kind of hear that little voice that says, this is what I want to do. So you look at you know, this is what I want to do. And you look at how can I make that happen? What are the small steps that I can take little by little to make that happen? So it it really, I feel incredibly important just to do a little reflection of the year.
1: I have to uh, say, honestly, I would need to sit with my little purple book. I had a little purple calendar that I carried in my purse. You know the ones yeah, I mean, they're like yeah, six yeah. inches long, four inches wide. Yes. Even though I have an iPhone, I have to write everything down with my hand.
5: I love that I'm the same way.
1: I have to write it down with my yeah. hand because I really don't know what happened last year. I was moving yeah. too fast. Mm-hmm. But exactly. I'll tell you this. At some point, I did slow down and heard that voice say, I want to do Reiki and I want to open mm-hmm. my own Reiki practice. Mm-hmm. And I am amazed. That once I tuned into the voice, how quickly everything took off.
5: Oh, beautiful, Casey! That's I got certified,
1: it. and then my neighbor says, "Here's a space to rent. It's right wow. you, walking distance from my house." It's, a, and I can't believe it. You know, wow. I'm really I'm practicing the preaching now, wow. because um, I'm always telling everyone, "Sit and get quiet." Yeah. Things pop up, so thank beautiful. you for that. Beautiful. You say to tra- change up your resolutions. What do you mean by that?
5: They- Well, when you sit with yourself and reflect, you do start to hear the voice that you've just said. And so when you do that, you are able to change up the resolutions because you're listening to that inner voice. You know, if we don't sit first, then just every year after you're, okay, I want to lose weight. Okay, I want to do this. Okay, I want to do that. It's kind of the same old thing. So I would say challenge yourself, really get creative. So if the voice is saying, I want to open a Reiki practice, okay, so what are some of the small steps that you can take? Challenge yourself to get creative to change it up. Okay, so I've maybe I've used this as, as a, a resolution a couple years in a row, and it hasn't happened yet. So try not to just be a conditioned behavior. Okay, I want to lose weight, or okay, I want to do this. Change it up a little bit and really get creative. Of what step can I take to actually make it happen?
1: Right. So maybe instead of I want to lose weight, it could be I want to get to Zumba class at least twice a month. Yeah, yes. Got it. Got it. And you say be very specific.
5: Be very specific and small. You know, the, the overarching goal could be big. I want to open a Reiki class or I want a uh, place where I want to lose weight, but get small in the steps that you're going to take. So I'm going to do this so that it can be measured. Uh, if we're not specific, it's really hard to measure it. And then we end up year after year saying the same old thing in the same old way, and it's not effective. We can see it's not working because we, we, we're using the same resolution year after year.
1: Have faith in your ability to make positive changes. Yes.
5: The mind is everything. So if the mind is telling me after a week into 2015, this isn't going to work, it hasn't happened yet, I'm not good enough, it's not going to happen. So really look at the thoughts that the mind is telling you and have faith that you are capable, you are strong, and you are able to make this happen if you truly desire it and it's something that you know that's going to benefit you and you know that you want to have come into your life. So be positive. Uh, Make up some affirmations that keep you in that positive vein, encouraging yourself, inspiring yourself.
1: You have to have a mantra. You have to have a mantra.
5: Have to. Beautiful, Casey. Thank you. Go. Yes. You
1: have to have a mantra. Yes. Right now I'm listening to uh, the Silva Method. You know, it's simple and it sounds silly, but one of the first lessons is in every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. I I know it sounds silly to say your mantra out loud, but my gosh, they help. We are our biggest
5: cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. If we don't believe in ourselves and have faith that we can actually accomplish what it is we want to do, it's not going to happen. No one else is going to believe in us if we aren't believing in ourselves first. So major to really have faith in yourself and know that you can do it.
1: And sometimes you have to fake it and just put that that positive message in your subconscious. If your subconscious is steering the ship, right? Yes. Instead of that voice saying, you can't do it again this year you got to yeah. put a mantra over that voice. Put some duct tape on its yeah. sound.
5: Yeah, the mind is the ego, and the, and, and the, and the heart is the voice that you want to listen to. Listen to the voice in the heart that says, I can do it. Don't let the mind take you down a path that tells you you can't.
1: Right. Barb Schmidt, author of The Practice, identify the aspect of yourself you wish to strengthen, yeah. mental, mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual. Really get specific again and look at what
5: what now, once I'm specific, then what aspect of that part of you do you want to really encourage? Do you want to highlight? And so I say to many, many people, get specific about that particular aspect as well. Is it do you want to strengthen the the mind, that I'm not going to listen to that ego? I'm not going to listen to that negative chatter that's happening in the mind? I'm going to really use my breath during the day and take a pause, get a mantra, and intercept those thoughts at every moment. And I'm going to really be strong about not allowing my mind to go down a path that I don't really want to go down anyway. Or exercise. Is, is there a part of my exercise routine or my health that I want to strengthen? Do I want to bring some Reiki in? Would I like to bring some yoga in? What could I do to really strengthen my body?
1: Ooh, Strengthen your body, strengthen your mind. I had a Reiki circle last night, and one of the women who came said, I never breathe. Mm. She said, I'm always holding my breath. See that
5: was me. I mean I'm so in awe of where I have come in mm-hmm. 58 years. That was me. I remember I went to my first yoga class and when the when the teacher was talking about breathing, I thought I know that I breathe because I'm alive, but I don't know how to breathe. <laughs> I mean I don't know how to really pay attention. I hold my I was holding my breath a lot.
1: Wow, why do people do
5: that? You know, I think for me it was about control. There was a big part of me that if I thought if I could control the external world, then everything would be okay, and I wasn't able to just let go, to just be. So when you let go and you just be, then you really can get connected to the breath, and then the breath just goes freely. That's what I think. I was so I was so wound up and so tight.
1: Right. Got kids?
5: I do. I have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, and finally, uh, make smaller goals. Yes. Yeah.
5: And that goes right along with, you can have that big ideal. I, I talk so much about what keeps me on my path for 30 years is I have a real overarching ideal for my life. So every choice that I make, that is the backdrop. But you can't use that, that backdrop in the every ordinary moments of the day. You really need it in bite-sized. So to get to that ideal or to get to our goal, what are some bite-sized, really small steps that I can take so that I can start to really encourage and inspire the faith that I have in myself? So really break it down. Get specific. And I love you when you said get the notebook out mm. you know if, if this is really something that you truly desire and it, it's all about desire we have many desires in our lives but if this is one you truly desire get that notebook out and spend some time really really looking at it really searching your heart and really saying okay if this is what i want and these are the steps that i'm going to take to get
1: there barb schmidt author of the practice tell us what does it feel like to be in the moment
5: you are all. You are, your mind is not in the past or the future, and you are truly with the person, place, or thing that you, where you are. And it feels, uh, I talk about peace a lot, it feels just like that. I, all is well, I am being. So I'm not doing, I'm actually being. There's a sense of being, a sense of connectedness. And for me, it's a sense of all is well, I'm actually in this moment. And it's, that's what happiness is
1: not doing being. Barb Schmidt, peaceful Barb. Find more at barbschmidt.com. Try the mantra every day in every way. Life is getting better and better. And by the time we meet next week, we should all be amazing. But before we go, do you know a high school student unsure of college plans? Introduce them to Project Next Gen. Michelle McEwen of Cold Spring is in California now preparing for a trip to Africa tell us all about it Michelle
3: all right so I'm a part of a nonprofit called next-gen Academy and um, I've dedicated my year after graduating high school to this program as a gap year program and volunteer my time and so in February we are going on a trip to Africa and I'm going with a team of four to South Africa to Cape Town specifically and to do service projects there what kind of service are you bringing well the a leadership program we actually plan our own service projects Project before and when we get there what we are most interested in doing is working with the schools there and the kids and the youth we plan to give presentations at schools um, on character education we also want to do fun things like building and sports courts and things like that
1: Okay, sports courts, that sounds fun. So this is called Next Gen Academy.
3: Yes. And how did you hear about it? Well, um, actually, a bunch of people that I know, um, like in my church community and elsewhere, um, told me about the program. And so I looked it up online and was really interested. And now that I'm here, i really love it. located in Valley Springs, California, most of the time, but we do travel a lot. They keep you busy? Oh yeah, definitely. It's like a full schedule every day. Um, besides going to Africa, we have, like, a bunch of workshops throughout the year because it's leadership training programs. So it's a lot of workshops on, like, leadership training and things like that. So we also have another project called Momentum, where it's an anti-bullying campaign, and we go to schools in California and give anti-bullying and suicide prevention programs.
1: Wow. So what high school did you go to? Haldane. In Cold Spring. And you graduated just this past summer in June? Yep. And you past said, summer. Mom and Dad, I'm not going to go to uh, college right yet. I'm going to go to Africa first. Do you mind? And they said. <laughs> Basically, yep. And they were
3: actually really supportive of it, which is awesome. And now that it's closed, are you freaking out at all? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, it's like crazy, like I've been thinking about this for a really long time, it's been building up and now like in a month I'm going to go to a completely different continent, a different country. It's
1: really awesome. Oh, I'm so, 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 so happy for you. Now, after this gap year and Next Gen Academy and the trip to Africa, is college in the works for you?
3: Yes. So, um, last year I applied to college and everything, and then I just deferred a year. So, I am going to Swarthmore College this fall.
1: Nice job. And what will you be studying?
3: I'm actually undecided as of now for my major. It's part of the reason why I also decided to take a gap year because I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do, so we'll see.
1: Okay. I'm sure you'll find success at whatever you do, and uh,
3: thank you. Would you encourage other people, I'm sure you would, to to find out about this NextGen program? Yes, of course. Um, You can find us online. We're nextgenacademy.org. And if you want to donate for um, my team's, africa service projects you can go to com slash project
1: cape town com slash project cape town all right michelle we wish you good luck and godspeed and uh, how long will you be in africa Going to be
3: there for five weeks. And when will you be back in cold spring? Uh, I'll come back in April for spring
1: break. Spring break back home in the Hudson Valley for Michelle McGewen, involved now in Project NextGen. All right, see you all next week. And don't forget to get your tickets for A Day for Women on February 15th. Find those at caseyontheradio.com. And I'll see you later this morning at Club Fit Briarcliff, 10 a.m. till noon. Stop in. Everybody's welcome to the open house. I've got the prize wheel. Spin for great prizes, and I'll give you a tour around Club Fit, too. See you then.
0: You've been listening to Casey on the Radio. Hear more at CaseyOnTheRadio.com. The information shared on this show is intended for general information purposes only. You can contact Casey through the website, com.